Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Let Me Tell You Something podcast. It is Wista. Welcome to the podcast where we talk about the shit that I want to talk about, not what you want to talk about, because if we talked about what you wanted to talk about, you'd be here, but you're not fucking here. Now let's get on to the gratitude section. I just want to say thank you so much for listening to this episode. If you're a new listener, welcome to the party. If you're an OG listener, you're part of the Wista gang. Yes, you know what? Yes, we have a name for our crew. I'm, I'm, hold on just call yourself the whistle gang does not mean we are an actual gang i just want to say that out there i'm putting that out there because at first i wanted to call y'all producers but then i've realized that somebody calls their folks producers on youtube so i was like uh, yeah i'm gonna throw that idea away but one of you lovely listeners wrote a review and put hashtag what's the gang so we can put what's the we're gonna call ourselves the whistle gang but if you are part of the whistle gang and you are og listener throwback listener i appreciate you welcome back and if you're a five second streamer bitch i took five seconds of your fucking life thank you for listening for five seconds and you're not gonna hear this because guess what you only listen for five seconds but let's get on to the episode life updates um if i sound a little nasally i just want to say i'm recovering from a cold and let's just get on to this because last week was my birthday on november 7th and literally you guys it was it was good but guess what i was sick that whole fucking week literally i took my vacation on fucking november 4th november 5th cold next day a cold i literally felt sick that whole fucking time and i was like bitch do i have fucking covid i got freaking the vaccine i got boosted twice i got the flu shot and this is the thing i know how some people go through like pregnancy scares I've been through too many COVID scares. I literally had salt and sugar by my bedside, making sure, okay, let me try to see if I still got my taste. I know I'm so extra for that shit, but when I tell you, I drank so much fucking Robitussin, I felt like I was in the fucking music video with Chris Brown for um fucking under the influence, man. Other than that, my birthday was my birthday. I just reflected on things. I got to get some rest. I got my gifts, did what I had to do. But the thing I can't stand is after you're done with your vacation, when you come back and then it's like, damn, now I got to catch up all this damn work. And then sometimes too, I got these emails, people are like, can you do this? Can you do that? I'm like, girl, why can't you just email this to me when I get back? Why you got to let me know, bombard me with all this work? But the thing I did during my vacation, I did read my emails ahead of time because I'm like, I'm not going to take the time to just freaking catch up with y'all. Just let me read this shit. It's right here. I can do what I got to do. But it's whatever because Thanksgiving is popping up and I'll be able to have a nice little resting phase for myself next week when I only have two days of work. But still, I'm like, ugh, I am so tired of corporate America. And we're seeing like all these damn layoffs, which is like, bro, this is opening people's eyes. And I just want to say this. Y'all need to stop getting comfortable in y'all workplaces, in your relationships, in your friendships. Like y'all need to stop getting comfortable because people like to switch up. You just never know. We've seen it with the meta layoffs. We've seen it with Amazon laying folks off. I've said this on this podcast before. We are about to hit a recession. I've been saying this shit on this fucking podcast before fucking COVID. I've been saying we're going to hit this shit. Remember, I told y'all. I told y'all to save y'all fucking money. Fucking stock up on your food. Now we're seeing all the shit I've been talking about. Shoot, call me a fucking psychic bitch. But going back to what I'm saying, we're seeing these layoffs we're seeing like certain things happening. We're seeing prices go up for like eggs and like basic materials and basic necessities. So it's like people are prioritizing finding out what do they truly need and 
not even what they truly need the differences between their needs and wants so that's what a lot of people are going through it's the fact that the iphone 14 nobody's buying that shit that is what's crazy so we're going to be seeing that happening in within like a lot of companies even for the fact that airbnb's ceo is now like renting out his place that's some serious shit but i just want to say this how much money do you think renting out a room at the airbnb ceo's place in san francisco costs i would love to know that send me a message about that would you stay at his place because i don't know he said he's gonna be there i don't feel too comfortable with that you need to get the fuck out of there but i guess that's the life update um i'm annoyed that i gotta be back in work um currently looking around for jobs i feel like in general you should always be interviewing and job searching because you know in the end when you want to make that larger salary you do have to hop around and i know some people don't like to hop around from companies but it's like sometimes that's needed so you can get your desired salary but guess what that's not my problem and also too because i know some people folks from work is trying to listen if you're an op from work and you know what because i feel like my work ops don't know what an op means so i'm gonna need you to go google that okay thank you but hi girl what's up thank you bye oh my god did i just code switch oh well but that is the life updates let's get on to these fucking topics we got these topics we gotta talk about do we got time for them we'll have to see this episode honestly you guys is going to be mm, a little sad it's gonna be a little sad like the last episode because i don't know if i should start with the grammy nominations or if we should go on and talk about shanquilla robinson i think we should start with shanquilla because it does go in ties with the ideas of friendship and why you need to not be comfortable around folks but let's talk about this shanquilla robinson was a 25 year old woman from charlotte north carolina she went on a trip with some people i'm not calling them her fucking friends because your friends would never do that shit to to you so if you like why would you call those folks your friends no but she went on a trip with some people that she trusted to mexico obviously we know about girls trips friends trips trips to miami trips to certain places and this was one of those trips. If you guys don't know, Shanquilla is actually a businesswoman. She owns multiple businesses, even in like interviews with folks from her neighborhood or people who personally know her. They've said she stays away from the drama. She's about her business. She's always there to support people. And I let's just think about this. Why is it that the folks who are minding their business, just living their lives and just trying to do their thing, why is it, why is this shit happening to them? I don't understand this shit, but I'm very frustrated with the fact that, okay, y'all are in another country. This is how I feel. If we go on a trip, regardless of what it is, we go together, we're leaving together. We are family on this fucking trip. It's the fact that y'all really plotted out, allegedly, I'm, this is my opinion and this is alleged, y'all really plotted out to kill this woman. Like, what the fuck is wrong with y'all? Like, envy is real and i know i've said on this podcast that jealousy is a natural emotion yes but there's levels to this shit once you get to envy bitch you the fucking devil you the demon i don't even want to fuck with you yes sometimes you might be a little jealous but you can use that as motivation for you to work your ass off and do what you got to do this just shows to me 
that the folks she had around her, specifically that best friend of what for, since she was in high school, that just shows they didn't truly really like her or they just wanted to reap the benefits of what she had and this is what it is. And it's really sad that sometimes too is we have to really think about who we have around us and we have to really think about like our friendships, our relationships. Because I've said this, your friendships are also your partnerships because your friends kind of do learn so many things about you and they know so many personal things about you. So for the fact that you literally videotaped this girl naked getting beat up by this other chick and you're saying in the fucking video oh are you gonna fight back you gotta fight back and Shaquilla is literally screaming and saying that she does not fight she's not gonna fight back you shouldn't even fucking been recording that shit and i'm fucking annoying every single freaking time there's some shit that happens y'all just feel the need to fucking pull out your smartphones bitch like what the fuck is wrong with you are you dumb I get it's called a smartphone, but does not mean you're be supposed to be using it for that type of function, dumbass. You're supposed to be using that shit to call the, like, authorities or some shit so you can save your fucking friend. You should have fucking stopped that shit before your fucking friend got into the situation. If that was truly your fucking friend, you would have never put her in that fucking situation. You would have been like, you know what? Let's leave. Let's get the fuck out of here. It's the fact that you literally sat there, recorded that shit, let her pass out, and then all you fucking cock eyes left that girl unconscious in fucking Mexico. You fucking went back to fucking um North Carolina, brought her luggage to her family, and sat there and consoled her family and said it was alcohol poisoning. You have to be fucking scumbag trash, a fucking demon to do that fucking shit. It like really, and this is why I say this on this fucking podcast. And I said this before, and I let anybody know who's my who wants to be my friend. When it comes to like longevity and friendships, I don't care if I've been friends with you for five years. I don't care if I've been friends with you for two years. I really put y'all in the same fucking level. So I'm always keeping my eyes on folks. And this is coming from somebody who's had like some crazy ass friendships. You really have to be mindful of who you decide to bring around with your energy. If you notice that you're the type of person who has like energy that attracts people, you really have to like kind of like dating. You really have to do the whole process of like making sure okay, do I want this person in my life? Because like I said earlier, y'all need to stop getting comfortable with some folks. Just because you've known them for 10 years does not mean they can't switch up on you. We've seen that with divorces. We've seen that with relationships. We've seen that with your freaking family. Like you really need to like pray or put like a, if you're like, if you're into spirituality, do protection spell and tell yourself, okay, God, universe, take this person out of my life if they're not meant to be in it. Because some people really are, are wolves in sheep's clothing i know i sound so pissed off but shit like this annoys me because it's like bro y'all really did this to this young lady she didn't do anything she was minding her fucking business it's the fact that y'all planned out this fucking trip just so y'all can do this shit like what the fuck like get a fucking life get a fucking job do what you gotta do like be motivated by her that she has she's freaking 25 and she's successful as hell use that as motivation for you to get your shit together ask her to like hey how can i get this shit together like what the fuck i can't stand this shit and it's the fact that y'all got her at her most vulnerable state too because in the end when you are naked you are at a vulnerable state and you are freaking beating her up you got all these motherfuckers just watching the fucking fight cheering on this shit like y'all all fucking trash and y'all go get y'all shit the thing is it's the fact, the audacity. 
how you claim to be somebody's best friend and you don't think like, hey, um, I wouldn't want this to happen to me. I'm not going to do this to them. Like, mm, I don't even want to keep going on this because I'm going to be so fucking annoyed and pissed off because it's like shit like this really pisses me off and gives me anxiety to the point where I don't even want to bring new people in my life sometimes. That that sounds so crazy, but that's what it is. Can we get some justice for um for Shanquella Robinson? And with all the shit happening in the month of November, November is a very heavy month. Not only with that, let's not forget about those three young men that were killed in University of Virginia, rest in peace to them. And then recently too, just like two days ago, four students in Idaho in their apartment were killed and stabbed and they still haven't found the suspect for that. So there's a lot of shit going on and I just want all those folks to get their justice and so those families can mourn in peace and do what they need to do because this shit, like, no, no. That's all I gotta say. Like, I know I was not even expecting to go on a rant and start cussing motherfuckers out, but I just felt compelled to do that because y'all need to stop doing that shit. Like, when people decide to do this shit, do y'all not think about the karma you're putting on your bloodline and your family line? It's like those folks who went on that trip, y'all going, y'all getting locked up. Y'all might as well just start singing that Akon song because, bitch, you're getting locked up and they won't let your ass out. I hope they don't. And the audacity for one of the girls to like make Instagram posts saying she's gonna sell the story for to the highest bidder, you're fucking scum. And then just to add on to Nazir, who is um who is allegedly Shanquella's best friend. Um, He's getting exposed. Trigger alert. I'm putting a trigger alert. If this is not comfortable for you, I will let you, you, you know what to do. Just exit out right now. But Nazir is actually getting called out for sexually assaulting somebody in the past. So there's a lot of things popping up. And like I said, these people are getting their, they're going to get their karma. They are going to get their karma. Shanquella... She, yes she passed away but her spirit is coming for their asses and this is why i always say and i say this about the rappers too yeah when y'all say y'all ops are dead guess what the dead has more power than you and i oh my god i feel like I, i'm not gonna go deep down diving in that but when somebody becomes like a spiritual soul and shit like that especially with the way that they passed they're still lurking around and best believe their spiritual team with their ancestors and them together they come for you that's all i gotta say when it comes to that can we please get some justice for this young lady like she did not deserve that at all and i just want to bring up one last thing before i go on to the grammy nominations a lot of y'all were like oh she has sampaku eyes she has sampaku eyes oh my god she, this was gonna happen to her no there's faded situations that just naturally happen to people it's not about their freaking eyes okay i know people who have sampaku eyes and have made it to their fucking 70s and nothing has happened to them y'all need to stop doing this shit because some of y'all spiritual folks y'all like oh well she's a capricorn we're going through a retrograde oh yeah i'm like no stop this no stop stop we're not gonna be using astrology into this we don't know this girl's birth chart and another thing too is if specifically for the tarot girls and the the spiritual is can y'all not try to like call her soul yet give her some time give her soul give her soul some time because i know somebody's like wait what's the what the fuck but in the tarot community sometimes tarot readers like to call on souls and just to find out more about what happened to them i personally think that you should give a new soul some time to adjust in their new phase but in the end i don't i don't mess with that spiritual realm okay because <laughs> once you open that door <laughs> shit hits the fan 
But I'm going to end this topic with let's get some justice for Shanquilla, those three young men who passed away in Virginia. Thank God they found the freaking suspect for that. And then also those four teens in Idaho. Okay, now let's go down to another topic that I might have to fucking rant about. And that is the Grammys. Yay! So the Grammy nominations for this year have came out. A lot of people are talking about things you guys already know when it comes to the Grammys. It's a it's a hit or miss when it comes to nominations. This year has a lot of people talking. This year has a lot of people thinking, damn, did the Grammys get it together when it comes to some of these categories? We're not going to go through all these fucking categories. Cause I don't care about all of them. Let's be real. Like I'm, I don't care about the country entry unless somebody who looks like me is nominated in that category. So as we all know, Beyonce's Renaissance has been nominated nine times. I'm here for that. Honestly, what I truly want her to win is album of the year for Renaissance. I could care less about the other nominations that she has because Beyonce got plenty of Grammys. The one that really truly matters if you're like a diehard Beyonce fan is that album of the year because they played her so many fucking times. We know that one year for um Lemonade when they gave Adele album of the year rather than Beyonce when Beyonce deserved that shit. But in the end too, when it comes to the Grammys and voting, your peers are the ones to vote rather than your fans. I will say when it comes to the album of the year nominations, if Beyonce does not get it, God forbid that happens, my second choice for this nomination would be Kendrick Lamar, Lizzo, then Bad Bunny in that order. Yes, I said it. Beyonce, Kendrick, Lizzo, then Bad Bunny in that order. I know my friends who love Harry Styles and be like, oh my God, what's the, like, why did he not say Harry Styles' name? Bitch, Harry Styles is gonna win something regardless in that pop category. He'll be fine. He said, like, y'all literally camped out at Madison Square Garden, didn't even take y'all showers to go see him. Yes, that's actually factual because I do have some friends who went to the Harry Styles concert and told me that a bunch of Harry Styles fans were actually very musty because they they decided to camp out for a fucking week for those fucking tickets to get some good ass seats. So I'm just going to say this. I know this doesn't represent for all the Harry Styles fans, but if you were on that line for like a week just to go see Harry Styles I need you to reevaluate your whole fucking life you did not take any showers just to see Harry Styles and I know we're off topic but let's get back into topic and then when it comes to like song of the year I don't know if you guys know the song Bad Habit by Steve Lacey that goes like I wish on you on me I wish on you that song I feel like it has a chance of winning but then it's like you're going against Beyonce's Break My Soul and Lizzo's About Damn Time and when it comes to between those two songs, even I'm like, shit, <laughs> which one? I'm going to say this. This is what I want. Break my soul about damn time. And then it would be bad habit in that order. Um, Adele's easy on me. <sighs> I, yeah, Adele's album did not really do much for me. That's just my personal opinion. The other songs on this list, mm, I didn't listen to it because I don't really listen to those genres. <laughs> Although um, God Did by DJ Khaled is on there, um, I don't think DJ Khaled is getting that. One thing I'm going to say, as much as I'm going through these nominees and these nominations, there's one award you don't want to fucking win at the Grammys, and that is the Breast New Artist. So seeing names like Lotto, <laughs> girl, you know what, you can win that. Money Long, 
Although for some of us, we knew Money Long when she was Priscilla Renee, but that's a conversation we have another time. Time Machine is a bop because I still find myself doing the, I wish I had a time machine. Look at me giving you guys some vocals. I need to get a record deal shit. And then you guys know Toby and Fat, they're also nominated for Best New Artist. I'm going to say this, you do not want to win this award. There's like a curse. I'm putting air quotes, but there's this thing called the Best New Artist quote, um, curse where whoever wins this award really just like they get the award and they just flop after and i feel like the only person who really broke that curse for themselves was dua lipa but then again after dua lipa won that award the whole scandal with the baby came out and then also she had that one song with megan the stallion which doesn't sound the best not my favorite but some of y'all like it still that's just my opinion i would not want to win the best new artist award just with the shit that has gone with this award i feel like that that award got some fucking spell work on it or some shit like that but that's my opinion but let's get on to the category that everyone is talking about and that is the rap category so if you guys don't know glorilla's fnf fuck nigga free is actually nominated for best rap performance and a lot of people shook up about it but i'm not surprised because that song really did make an impact throughout the summer and I, we have to give Glorilla her props for the fact that she's only been rapping since, what, 2020? And look where she's at today. And I know, you know, I'm going to bring up Manifestation. Her whole interview about her talking about getting rid of some things and just focusing on herself. You truly can do that if you cleanse some shit out of your life. And then also, too, I've said this on this podcast, we're noticing a transition of, like, certain geographic areas dominating the game yes the south has taken over the rap game for quite a while specifically atlanta but now we're seeing like the surgence of like artists from memphis specifically getting their moment to shine and i've said this on this podcast plenty of times don't sleep on folks from memphis tennessee those motherfuckers are fucking talented as fuck if you guys listen to like old episodes of this podcast with my friend romaine romaine is from memphis like romaine is talented as hell like a lot of folks from memphis tennessee i don't know what it is in that area fucking talented as hell so shout out to memphis but still seeing cmg yo Gotti's label like doing their thing it's kind of like seeing okay yes we're talking about qc qc but now we're like okay cmg you got yo Gotti, black youngster moneybag yo glorilla all of them all together like those are some freaking talented ass people i think this is like this i'm not gonna say this decades young money but kind of like this seems like to be the label specifically that is going to be taking over this year in a couple fucking years just in general and i think that's amazing because i've always said on this podcast for an artist to sign with another artist you truly have to see how the artist who owns that label moves with their other artists so when you think about like money bag yo money bag yo is doing his thing money bag yo is all over the place so you can tell that yo Gotti doesn't mind stepping back and being in that executive role which is very important for anybody who's an artist if you plan on signing with an artist pay attention to what how that person moves because yes they can relate to you as an artist but see how they move as an executive i hope that makes sense <laughs> i think it's nice to see like fuck nigga free be nominated because two is like i said earlier you, like your peers are the ones who vote for you so like people who are part of the grammy committee are like producers songwriters and other artists so they like it and also too is i hope glorilla and her team are like making sure they 
mend those relationships and keep those relationships well with folks who are part of that committee because it does have to do a lot of politics and a lot of people don't think about that and then Lotto is nominated for best melodic rap performance which still to this day yes as a barb I personally feel like this if your song is produced by Dr. Luke and we're not talking about the allegations we just talk about Dr. Luke as a producer in general your song should be categorized as pop even when I see like some Doja Cat songs, if they're produced by Dr. Luke, because we know that Doja is signed to Dr. Luke, they should be in the pop category. That's just personally how I feel. I actually have um, a friend who's connected to Doja and I've said it to her all the time. I'm like, let Doja know I said this, but if she be doing these songs with Dr. Luke, she should be in the pop category and I'm praying for her. That's literally what I told her. I was like, girl, just let Doja know. Let Amala know that I'm praying for her. That's it. But to bring up the whole Lotto and Glorilla being nominated for Grammys, and I see a lot of y'all are like, oh my God, but Nikki's not nominated for anything. Nikki's not nominated for anything. I think just in general, as a Nicki Minaj fan, I'm actually kind of happy that Super Freaky Girl's not involved in this. Because if Nicki Minaj were to be nominated for Super Freaky Girl and she were to win the Grammy for Super Freaky Girl, I feel like that would have been a pity Grammy. Nicki's Grammy is long overdue, just like some of the folks that we love who don't have Grammys, they've been deserved one. Even like J. Cole and shit like that. Even freaking Diana Ross, and she does not have any Grammys. But back to Nicki. Nicki should have been had that Grammy ever since Pink Friday. Everybody knows that fucking album. You will not skip that shit. If Nicki were to win for fucking Super Freaky Girl, I would have been pissed off because there are so many good ass Nicki songs that would have been perfect for this shit. But it's like, okay, I just said earlier, your peers are the ones who vote for your nomination. They're the ones who vote for who wins. So your thing to yourself is, we hear so many rumors about how people say Nikki is not the best when it comes to personal relationship. She's breaking a lot of ties, severed ties with a lot of people. So it's like, um, what more can you do? Or is there somebody behind at the Grammys working to make sure that she doesn't win? I personally think in general, you have, this is why I said earlier, it's a lot of politicking because this shit happens at the Oscars too, where you have to campaign yourself to a certain extent. We've heard about like, um, production companies doing that or even actors having lunch with members of the academy but you kind of have to build those relationships to kind of like if like a big brother and shit like that to an extent to get those votes because that's simply what it is your fans are not voting for it but the committee is voting for it so let's say if folks in that committee let's say like 10 people are voting and you already got beef with like seven of them you're not getting picked. So it's kind of like you kind of have to move a certain way. And that's the sad thing when it comes to like this Grammy voting process. Nikki is long overdue that shit. But I feel like we're in this era where do awards even matter anymore? Because it's like you're a whole ass multimillionaire. You're a role model to folks. I know I brought up the money thing first, but still your whole role model. You basically, like you said, these bitches are my sons. Look at this. They've said that you've been their inspiration for so long. You've inspired so many people. You've done all these business deals. And we'll get onto the business deals in a second. But still, she's done so many things. And even when it comes to like Kendrick Lamar, I doesn't Kendrick Lamar have like a Nobel Peace Prize? So even if he never had won a Grammy, it wouldn't even matter because like, nigga, you got a whole fucking Nobel Peace Prize. That's more iconic than anything else. Because... <laughs> <laughs> What other of my faves got Nobel Peace Prizes? <laughs> Last time I checked. But still, back to Nikki. Just in general, she's been 
deserve that fucking Grammy long overdue. And I know a lot of people are like, ugh, it's just an award. It's just an award. But it's like to an artist, that is the highest accolade you can get. That is the highest award you can get. Yes, you can get a Billboard Music Award. Yes, you can have VMA. But that shit doesn't matter. It really doesn't truly matter to folks. It doesn't. Because it's like, I call that a B-grade award. Personally, for me, though, if I was a singer and I got a BET award, I'd be happy. I'd be happy because guess what? You kind of have to go where you're celebrated, not where you're tolerated. But that's a conversation we have another time. And another thing that doesn't make sense to me is, um, how is it the fact that Ye, because he doesn't call himself Kanye anymore, literally pissed on a Grammy and won three Grammys right after. And then Drake literally was on the fucking award show calling them out and still is getting nominated and winning awards. That does not make any sense. But Onika, Tanya, Mirage, a.k.a. Nicki Minaj, she just did that whole... Because a lot of people are talking about that whole fucking performance she did when she dressed up as the Pope and shit like that. Maybe that is what caused the whole ruckus and shit like that. But we'll never know. In the end, I feel like the Grammys are moving the same way the Oscars did to Leonardo DiCaprio. We're going to have that moment where Nicki Minaj will get that Grammy. It's just going to be at a random time. We know that Leonardo got his shit for that movie with the bear. I don't know what Nikki got to come out with for her to get that Grammy. I'm going to say this. She and her team really need to sit down and reevaluate. I think she needs to come out with an album called Onika, where we learn more about her. But if you're like a Nikki fan, you'll know so many things, but kind of like bringing it back to like her growing up in Queens, some shit like that, bring it back home. I don't know how we're going to do that. I don't know what it is, but Nikki, if your team finds this, um, recruit me, you know, um, all I'm going to say is when it comes to like paying terms, I'm going to need you to give me like five times more of my paycheck. <laughs> we can discuss that later. Thank you. And I'm just going to end this topic with this last thing because it seems like this whole week y'all were coming after Nikki and I know I did. I sound like a fucking barb like crazy. Ugh. I don't know if you guys know about Maxim Bet, which is owned by Maxim Magazine. Maxim Bet was actually like a sports betting company where folks can bet for their favorite teams and shit like that and win money out of it. Nicki Minaj is actually the creative director of Maxim Magazine, but she was also like the face of Maxim Bet. But recently, Maxim Bet had to shut her down due to financial situations, and they let folks know that they will be shutting down. And I guess everybody thought that Nicki lost a deal, but I'm like, wait, this is for Maxim Bet. Can y'all niggas fucking read? And also specifically for y'all bloggers, when y'all report the news or if you are going to do YouTube commentary or you um podcast commentary, please do your research. Maxim Magazine is still around. I work in PR. I actually have contacts at Maxim Magazine. They're still in business. Maxim's not going away. Just like how Playboy Magazine is not going away. Nicki Minaj is the creative director of Maxim Magazine. Just like how Cardi B is the creative director of Playboy. Just like how Tiana Taylor is the creative director of Pretty Little Thing. I know that's a clothing line, but still, I just want to let you guys know that. Maxim bet it makes sense that it's out of here because, especially with this economy, motherfuckers are not betting like that. People are trying to make sure they save their money just for the shit going on right now. And then also to add in, I don't know if you guys know Amped, which is owned by Amazon, and Nicki Minaj is actually an investor on there. Halsey's an investor on there. Joe Budden was actually involved with Amped. And they will be shuttering down too because people are not using it. Simply what it is. And I think that's bringing the conversation of, okay, how do we have like podcast folks like Joe Budden and well-known singers and artists like Halsey and Nicki Minaj involved? 
how is this company should have renowned but I feel like in general a lot of people did not like Anthem because it just the functionalities and how to use it wasn't that great when you could do everything on station head which I personally prefer if you are doing like after hour at, ooh, that does not sound right after hours or what are you doing in after hours but like if you for example if you're streaming and then you want to end your stream and then have like a one-on-one -on -one with your listeners you would go on station hit it's clear you can play music from apple music and shit like that rather than using like amped in the interface and i also feel like the advertising for it wasn't really that great and they were trying to get taylor swift involved on amped but it's like you guys can push celebrities on us all that it is but with the way this decade is, especially with Saturn Aquarius, and we're about to hit Pluto in Aquarius soon, people are getting fed up with celebrities, and people are getting fed up with the internet, and people are getting fed up with tech com companies. So they need to hit back in the drawing board and hit up the marketing department and do some switches up in there. But still, a lot of people are like, oh, well, that means Queen Radio is out of here, Queen Radio is done. I personally feel like when it comes to like business deals, specifically when it comes to like certain artists, I feel like Queen Radio should have stayed on Apple. And when it came to that, Nikki should have hired some folks to take over when she's not on there. So you would hire like, I don't know, I know she's not cool with him no more, but like Kyle from um, The Neighborhood Talk, have him host a show on there and make it like its own little network and subsection in Apple where, okay, you're the head of Queen Radio and this is your radio station, kind of like with Sirius XM and shit like that. But hey, it is what it is in the end of it. Business deals flop, shit happens. And I just hate the fact that y'all are coming for this woman when y'all literally don't know the fact that Jay-Z, Diddy, 50 Cent, all these other business folks in this industry, artists who turn business folks, they have deals that didn't go through, but you're just not gonna find about it because it's more lucrative, it's more private. Think about all the investments that folks have put in or even like billionaires have put in that didn't go through. Think about some of the fucking um, social media outlets that Mark Zuckerberg probably created before fucking Facebook. Shit happens, shit flops. That's what happens when you make an investment. You just never know when's gonna pop up. Just like with that core water, guess what? Katy Perry and, um, and Juicy J, they invested that shit years ago and now their investment is beneficial because that shit is all over the place. So you just never truly know when you invest in something, even when it comes to like a label. When a label invests into an artist, Yes, they see the potential, but sometimes shit pops up and shit happens. And that's what it is. But I can't stand the fact that you're like, oh, she bought us a brand new, she lost a brand new. No, she just made an investment that didn't go through. I'm going to shut up now and end this topic and end this fucking episode. We are 34 minutes in and you see, this is why I stop at the 30 minute mark. Now I sound fucking crazy, you guys. Let's see through this shit. But you guys, thank you for listening to Let Me Tell You Something Podcast. It is Wista. Have an amazing weekend. Have an amazing day. Happy holidays. Mm. What did I say? Happy holidays for Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving problematic. Just enjoy your low vibrational plates. Take some pictures of it. And also, too, is I get it. It's the holiday season. Let's be real. We're going to be seeing those pictures with the smiles and the pajamas on. Just because they got the matchy pajamas on and they're smiling doesn't mean they're truly smiling when the pictures are done. Thank you. And you can find this podcast on Apple, Spotify, Google Play, SoundCloud. Where else? Wherever you found this podcast, where you got follow this podcast, write a review, send some constructive criticism. Ooh, I finally said that shit correctly for once. Send some constructive criticism if you want to, write a review shout out to everybody who's been writing reviews i appreciate that um send me an email if you want to say something to me if you got a topic you want me to talk about i don't mind talking about it do what you got to do i know this was definitely a rant episode 
but I hope you enjoyed it. I'll see you guys in what a week and a half. It really depends. I'm still debating on how we're going to be putting out episodes right now. It's bi-weekly, but we might be weekly on yeah soon. Okay. Thank you. Bye everyone.